What is up? This is the Leafs Convo podcast presented by Oak Ridge Ford in London. I'm your host, Norman James, along with my podcast partner in crime, the one and only Michael Piagello. It is September 13th, 2019, around 8, 12 p.m. 90 minutes ago, the big news. The Leafs and Mitch Marner agreeing on a six-year contract extension worth $65.358 million. Who cares what kind of sense are involved, Mike? I think this makes sense doesn't matter how much good evening uh norman uh well yeah it's i mean we're glad that it's over with yeah, i was something as as somebody who's covered who covered the team for over a decade you you know a story that continues to go for three or four months it gets to be challenging to write that story and to find new angles and obviously yesterday being up at training camp uh the opening of training camp and and Kyle Dubas saying that he wasn't going to talk about the deal until it was done. I mean, he pretty much said that there was a a gap between the two sides. Mm. Uh, I think that what got things moving was the report that came out earlier in the week uh, that Marner had turned down in June a a seven or eight year deal at $11 million. I think that, you know, because we know that Mitch Marner wants to, you know, sell himself in Toronto as a Toronto kid playing for the Leafs, you know, advertising dollars, all these things. And that, that, that's great. But I think he, his ability to do that took a hit because if he's turning down 11 million, which is basically the offer that John Tavares uh, signed for, you know, just to match Austin Matthews Mm -hmm. and his salary and his term, uh, I think that that had an effect and that was sort of like looked upon as being a little bit petty. I mean, he's a great player. I understand you go into the wall trying to get as much as you possibly can. Anybody would do that. But at a certain point, how much is there a difference between 11.634 and 10.893? I'll take mm-hmm. the difference. But in the scheme of things, you know, it was looked upon as being, I think, a, like I said, a little bit petty. So I'm glad the two sides came together. It's over with for six years. Uh, he's <laughs> under contract. Now Paul Marner can go away. Yeah, no doubt. This is the Least Convo podcast presented by Oak Ridge Ford in London, oakridgeford.com. The average annual value, 10.893 over six years, 61 million of that in bonus money. Will we be looking back on this as a move that had to be made or a, a brilliant move or one essentially facilitated because i mean the chips were down time was running out or does any of it matter if number 16 takes to the ice and puts together another 90 plus point season i think it's going to matter going forward i mean it all it's all going to depend on where the salary cap goes in the next few years i mean the leafs are going to be it's going to be tight this year they're, mm-hmm. they're going to have to use ltir they're going to probably have to carry less than 23 men on the roster you know you that's the reason you have Brandon Pridham there, who one of the guys who, you know, ran the salary cap for the NHL. And I'm sure he knows all the where all the bodies are buried and how how they can manage this. And I have a feeling like like I said, they're not gonna carry, you know, a couple extra players when they can send them down to the Marlies and save money and sure. and basically ferry them back and forth. But really you look at this and the top four forwards in terms of salary on this team mm-hmm. now. Matthews, Tavares, Marner, and Nylander are making over $40 million. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's 50% of the current salary cap. I you've know. Got three unre- you've got three unrestricted free agent defensemen next summer. They're not trading 
Tavares. They're not trading Marner. They're not trading Matthews. Um, I, I would say now I think it's likely, not a, not a guarantee, but likely, yeah. even if they make a deep run in the playoffs, that this will be William Nylander's last year in blue and white. Yeah, let's see what number 88 can do for the Maple Leafs in 2019-2020. You can't just move good players to bring back cap-friendly players in hopes of doing well. They're going to have to take a run at this bad boy this season. And that's good for us Maple Leafs fans. The salary cap sucks, but it's what this team uh, among 29, 30 teams are having to contend with uh, corporately on a daily basis and what us fans just have to grin and bear uh, as we follow our favorite clubs, we'll dissect what Mitch Marner makes uh, in, you know, 60 plus million ways. But at the end of the day, he signed up before training camp. This team can go full tilt with the core group, plus the acquisitions, plus Mike Babcock needing to, you know, be a different coach or else. Let's just see how it goes, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. I don't think if this team is a top five team for the next eight to 10 years, this group and all of the accessories will be along for the entire run of it. Mm -hmm. It's going to change. Parts are going to fall off. New parts are going to be added on. Yeah. And, and what this does also is put the focus more on the drafting and development model put in by Kyle Dubas. And the Mm -hmm. fact that, you know, you're going to have to have, Players like Rasmus Sandin and Lilia Grin on defense, Jeremy Bracco with the Marlies, guys like Mason Marchment, uh, who could play a role you know, either this year or next year, and a young kid like Nick Robertson that they drafted in the second round. Players like this are going to need to be drafted, mm-hmm. developed, and to get into the NHL and play well because they're not going to have the luxury over the next few years until the cap goes up to go out and add players in free agency or go out and make a trade at the deadline to acquire a player. They just won't have the cap space. So it's going to be focused internally on improving and drafting and developing well. Would the Maple Leafs be better going forward without Nylander or Marner? Uh, and in return, having some some package of defense expertise there instead. Well, I, I believe that they probably should have traded Nealander. Um, and right now, compared to where they were last December, his value is lower. But if he has another big year playing on Matthews' wing, I think that'll be replenished. Um, I, I just look at the the four teams that were in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Here and all four of them had superior blue lines: Carolina, Boston, yeah. Jose, and St. Louis. You know, goaltending is going to be a big key, but defense is also. Mm-hmm. You cannot outscore your problems in the playoffs. We've seen it more than more than a few times, and they, they have one of the best forward cores in the league. They need to balance that with an effective defensive core. I think they have a better one this year, adding Barry and adding CC, but. Yeah. Uh, the problem is going to be you have three of those who are unrestricted free agents. You're probably not going to be able mm-hmm. to sign more than probably one of them. And that that's going to make your defense a little weaker next year. But we'll, yeah, we mm-hmm. have to look at it this year. This is a one year window with the team that they have. And I think they've you know now improved their chances by getting everybody signed, yeah. sealed and delivered. So here we go, Mike. The scapegoats are gone. Jake Gardner in Carolina, Nazem Kadri in Colorado, Ron Hainsey, the legend, 
the Viking River Cruise spokesman in the capital city, Canadian styles. Now it's time to get down to business. Training camp is here. They got it done in the nick of time. Michael, last words to you. Yeah, training camp should be uh, very interesting now that this ordeal is over with. Uh, when I was up there yesterday, everybody was asked about Mitch Marner. Now everybody will be asked about the captaincy. It sounds like that will be solved uh, fairly soon. It, 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 I believe it's going to be Austin Matthews. So once that's over with, we can concentrate on the yeah. season and what's going to happen in the regular season. My money was on Nick Batan. <laughs> that's why I don't have any money. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Norm.